Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Eddie Lacy is the running back. McCarron hands it to Lacy, who comes right, gets a great block, and it's a foot race. Lacy, touchdown, no flags. The give to Gurley. Look at him break tackles, look at him score. Georgia touchdown. McCarron goes deep. Amari Cooper, seconds to go. Murray got it, but the clock is running. That's the one thing he didn't want to do. Game over. Alabama faces Notre Dame for the national championship in Miami. Touchdown! Calvin Ridley finally makes an impact. Dancing around, circling back, drops, a disastrous first down play. Think about Loa trying to make up for it. Touchdown, Alabama! Get a pass away, inside to the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia. Watch his step and run right through Savion Smith, number four. Body in tight. Oh, he's wide open. Bomb to Swift, Swift to the end zone, touchdown. Tagovailoa throws, complete Waddle, in full stride, Jalen Waddle, gone, touchdown Alabama, keep shooting, Abdu, 51 yard, just inside the 16, quarterback draw, Jalen Hurts, touchdown! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a special Saturday morning edition of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I am your host, happy to provide this special episode. It is Championship Saturday on the day of the SEC Championship game between Georgia and Alabama. The reason why I'm doing this show today, because we had a very busy day in the sports world in Columbus last night. First of all, the Carver Tigers took down Cedartown 22-21 at Memorial Stadium last night. And Carver reaches the state title game for the first time since 2007. That was a very special team. I want to say Jarvis Jones was on that team. I think Isaiah Crowell was a freshman. I'll have to look back. But that was a very special team. And it was the first state title in Columbus for a high school. So I was glad to see that Carver made it to the state title. The Columbus River Dragons took down the Port Huron Prowlers 5-4. And we also had Columbus State getting a big victory over Tuskegee University. They will take on Miles College today at the Lumpkin Center at 2 p.m. We also have a big game 
in the Valley, two crosstown rivals going at it in high school basketball as Russell County will take on Central. And that game will be approximately at four, starting with the JV game, then the girls, then the boys varsity. The boys varsity should start around 7, 7.30. It just depends on when the other games finish. And, of course, I'll be over there doing the PA announcing. And then we have the big game in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the SEC Championship, number one Georgia, taking on number three Alabama, the Clash of the Titans. These two programs in the last five years has been the gold standard when it comes to recruiting and coaching staffs. And Georgia is trying to get the monkey off their back because Kirby Smart is 0-3 against Nick Saban. He has blown leads against Nick Saban, 20-7, 28-14, and 24-17. In all three leads, Georgia had the ball that could have put them away even more. The score could have been a lot greater. I was analyzing these games because I noticed the play calling. Georgia got tight. They started getting cute. Jake Fromm, who was the quarterback in two of those games, was making mistakes. And he could not throw the football properly in that fourth quarter. No points in the fourth quarter. That's just shocking for a Georgia team that was on fire. Especially in that SEC championship game in 2018, Jake Fromm threw three touchdown passes. And Georgia had the 28-14 lead. The national championship game, the both defenses were just going back and forth at one another. And it was very interesting to see how Georgia plays this game. Do they come out with their hair on fire? Do they show the intensity? Do they control the line of scrimmage? Does Alabama come with that same intensity? Because Alabama has not shown it at all this year. Well, maybe in two games, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, Alabama played their best game. I want to say they played their best game against Ole Miss, but in that game, Ole Miss was moving the football in Alabama's defense. It's just that Lane Kiffin was going for it on fourth down and he really wanted to beat Nick Saban badly, and I don't blame him. And Ole Miss has had a good season. They've won 10 games, and they're going to probably go to the Sugar Bowl. I really, really think that this is going to be a matchup between the best quarterback in college football, Bryce Young, which Alabama clearly has an advantage. Alabama clearly has an advantage. Alabama's quarterback is much better than Georgia's quarterback. And I love Stetson Bennett. I think that Stetson Bennett is the type of quarterback that needs to be in there. I don't know if they're going to go to JT Daniels if he struggles, but I do want to see Stetson Bennett make plays. He's got some wide receivers back, got some weapons back into the offensive starting lineup. George Pickens should have a bigger role. Dominique Blaylock should have a bigger role. But he's got to go to his favorite target, Brock Bowers. He's been the best tight end in all of college football. And then the run game with Zamir White, James Cook, and Kendall Milton, who should be back from injury. So I think Georgia wins. It's going to be a lot closer than people think. Yes, on paper, Georgia just looks like the better team. They have a huge advantage when it comes to their defensive players. All their 11 starters are NFL players. And then Alabama's offensive line, which they still have Evan Neal. He's going to be a top five pick in the 2022 NFL draft. They still have some holes on the offensive line, and it showed. It showed in the Iron Bowl when Auburn's defensive line was pushing Alabama around. But Alabama found a way to win the game because special teams that are coached by special coaches find ways to win games. 
And you can't count that out with Alabama. You can't count that out with Nick Saban. I know he's lost a lot of assistance over the year, but Nick Saban is still the greatest head coach in all of college football, and it's not even close. So this game will start at 4. I know we have other games going on, including Oklahoma State and Baylor. Last night, Utah beat Oregon, and they won the Pac-12. And so the Rose Bowl is probably going to be Utah and Ohio State. Remember, Selection Sunday is going to be tomorrow. We will find out all the bowl games, and we will find out all the New Year's 6 matchups. I'm going to have a show on Monday. I will recap the weekend. And one of the reasons why I'm doing this show, and it's really going to be a very short show today, is to recap everything that happened in sports yesterday. I'm so excited for Carver. They're in the state title. That state title will be played next Friday at 3.30 p.m. at Center Park Stadium in Atlanta, the home of Georgia State University. And a big congratulations to Callaway for having a big season. They lose to Thomasville, and uh, their season's over. Uh, Thomasville moves on. They will play Fitzgerald in the AA state championship. But Callaway had a very impressive season this year. And congratulations for just a wonderful season for the Callaway Cavaliers in the 6A state title game for Alabama. Now, this is the league that Russell County's in, That I, the PA announcer for Russell County High Football. Clay Chalkville takes down Hueytown. And that was a very exciting game at the Protective Stadium in Birmingham. So congratulations to Clay Chalkville. And, of course, on Wednesday, Thompson wins their third straight state title for 7A, beating the Central Red Devils. And the headline in the Alabaster newspaper was, in big, bold letters, Dynasty. Yes, you win three straight titles. You could call yourself a dynasty. I agree. Speaking of dynasties, the Warriors are back. I know the Lakers lost to the Clippers, but the Warriors were able to beat the Phoenix Suns, and they are back, and they are looking like one of the best teams in the NBA. Atlanta Hawks couldn't get it done against the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers went on a 7-0 run. Joel Embiid with the game-winning basket. I watched that game on ESPN. The Hawks were in control of this game for most of the game, and the Sixers closed it out, and they win to avenge their Eastern Conference semifinal games against Atlanta when they lost in that series. Still no Ben Simmons for the Sixers, but they've had some good role players, including Seth Curry, who's now starting to become a superstar. Who would have thought that Seth Curry would be just as dangerous of a shooter as his brother? And he had a very good game. Joel Embiid is just playing on another level. And I can't believe that the Sixers are only 12-11 and 11 because at times they look like the best team in the Eastern Conference. But that team in the Eastern Conference is the Brooklyn Nets. They're able to get by the Minnesota Timberwolves. And now the Brooklyn Nets have the best record in the Eastern Conference, followed by the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards. So we have some surprise teams in the Eastern Conference. And I don't know if the Atlanta Hawks can get all their pieces back in time to make a playoff run because there's so many good teams in the Eastern Conference that the Hawks have to be careful. they got to start winning some games so they can at least get into the playoffs because you still have some good teams like the New York Knicks or the Boston Celtics or even the Toronto Raptors who are on the outskirts looking in. So that's going to be very interesting. Remember, the NBA format is the play-in games. 
10 teams make the playoffs. Seeds 7 and 8 play each other, and then the winner of 7 and 8 will play the winner of 9 and 10. And then the winner overall gets the 8th seed. I kind of like this playoff format a little bit. It gives NBA teams hope that they could sneak into this. And once you sneak into it, anything can happen. I remember when I was a kid, I saw the Denver Nuggets in 1994 upset the Seattle Supersonics. I remember seeing the We Believe Warriors in 2007 upset the heavy favorited Dallas Mavericks who reached the NBA Finals the year before. So anything can happen. I'm looking forward to this NBA season. Looking forward to college basketball too as that's going to be a very fun weekend of college basketball to include Mercer taking on Georgia State. And then we also have Kennesaw State today. They're going to be taking on East Tennessee State in the second round of the FCS playoffs. So good luck to the Kennesaw State Owls as they try to make a run in the FCS playoffs. And one more sports note that I want to close with was last night at the campus of Auburn University, they had a gymnastics match. Now, I know this sounds crazy. You had 4,000 fans on a Friday night packing the Auburn Gymnasium to watch the Auburn gymnastics team. Why? Because a member of the Auburn gymnastics team won the gold medal for the overall competition in the 2020 Olympics this year. Of course, it was a 2020 Olympics, but it happened in 2021. Suni Lee, she's now the Auburn gymnast and there's a lot of fans that are drawn to her and it's a pretty big sports story in the Chattahoochee Valley as we try to cover Auburn Tigers athletics as well. Well, that's it. That's my show. Thank you everybody for listening. Don't forget that Monday I will have another show as I break down all the sports highlights and then the weekend that was. Stay tuned for that. I will talk to you Monday. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.